0: Welcome to another episode of Mission Publishers Presents, where our mission is your story. At Mission Publishers, we publish extraordinary stories by ordinary people for God's glory. Today, we will be speaking with Latrice Muldrow, who is the author of Five Little Hearts. Latrice was born in Colleton, South Carolina, and now resides in Raleigh, North Carolina, and has two sons. She holds a bachelor's degree in Family Consumer Science with a concentration in Child Development from North Carolina Central University and a master's degree in Child Development and Teaching Strategies from Liberty University. Latrice obtained her teaching licensure from birth to eight from the University of Mount Olive. Latrice has been an educator for over 18 years and loves teaching children, students of diverse backgrounds. Latrice, welcome so much to Mission Publishers Presents. I'm so glad thank to have you, you thank here. You, thank you. Uh, this is our first children's book from Mission Publishers Presents. <laughs> yeah. You're our first children's author, and um, so Five Little Hearts it, it just was a delightful. You know, every time I see the cover, I'm like, Hey guys, the five little hearts are there with <laughs> yeah. the mother, and it's such a delightful uh, story. Um, actually, it's, it's entertaining, it's educational. And the story covers the adventures of Mother Heart, where she takes the five hearts outside to play and they use numbers to track their whereabouts. Okay. And when the five hearts go from five to none, then Mother Heart tearfully calls out to them and they joyfully reappear playing in the yard. Uh, you know we did a uh, really great job of making the book Heartwarming Fun a joy to read and it also introduces simple spanish phrases to the children so um, tell me why that was important for you Um,
1: so like you said um, i've been working with diverse children of all diversities, and to reassure my students because their their mama drop them off, they'll cry and they'll be like, my love, my love, and I'm coming back and coming back. But of kettle so you know, me or more. And so now I have a book that I actually in my hand that I can read, where the hearts leave, hide, come back, play, and then here comes mom, and then they run up to her. So it's just a joy of oh, I can stay at school and learn, and mommy can go to work, but she's always gonna come back and she's always gonna love. It.
0: Oh, (laughs) it's just so heartwarming. And you know what, it's taken me back to my childhood because when my mother dropped me off for um, pre-K, head start back in the day, she couldn't leave for a week. She had to be outside the window and gradually she could leave earlier and earlier. Um, And I loved doing the books in the class, the books and the puzzles when it came down and having play time. I didn't really play, I dealt with books and puzzles If I think if we had a story like this where the teacher could reassure, wow, that would have made a difference to me. My mom could go on with what what she needed to do. (laughs) Yes, go to work. Oh yeah, because I was very clingy and scared and you know, I was only four years old, so. yeah, the kids that I get, this is their first time
1: away from mom. Yes. In another place, something different, not home person doesn't speak Spanish or at least they think she doesn't speak Spanish yes. yeah so it's just a reassurance that mommy's coming back or daddy's or poppy's coming back so just yeah. let them know because now I mean, they can't come in the classroom they have to leave them at the door so it's just a reassurance that they're coming
0: back they love you they're coming back that's a lot of thought that you put into your story um on behalf of the kids that's just a, that's, that's a lot. And like I said, it's taken me right back. I'm right there again in Miss Wood's classroom, watching my mom outside that window. Um, so writing books and, and all of your, your training, all of your education for children, you definitely have a full package to deal with these, with these children in such a loving and compassionate way. Um, what was the catalyst or when did you think you wanted to write a book? i was an undergrad getting my bk which was a rough time
1: for me and it was like god just started downloading all these books um mm. you know, and the five little hearts used to be my little thing i would sing to the kids as a finger play um, during my journey, and I was like, well, why not make this a book? Why not well, do this? Because the kids love it. I mean, they love the little finger play. They knew it by heart. They knew five, they knew Neil Moore, more, together, together. You know, they would play it out and things like that. And so God ordained for us to meet yes. <laughs> to get this book published. So it's just like look at God, because my uh, first book wasn't as successful, but this one is been very successful, you know, people been buying it, students been asking their parents for it. My school purchased it. I am in my hometown library, all three branches. <laughs> um, and now I'm working on the capital, which is Columbia, South Carolina. Okay. So they called me back the other day. So now I have to talk to them and getting my book into the Columbia region uh, of the libraries. And so um, when I first moved to North Carolina 23 years ago, Latin, I didn't, I, I never saw Latinos. That was mm-hmm. new to me. That was a new culture, because yeah. um, it was all always black and white. Had little Puerto Ricans, but hey. not much, <laughs> you know, not much. <laughs> growing up going in my hometown, and, yes, and yes. I had to come up here and, and adapt to the culture. So now, uh, the Latin Americans are moving south, mm-hmm. and so they don't have anything in place because this is new for them. So this is like, I've been here 25 years, so what I've dealt with for 25 years is now going to the South, and they don't know how to communicate or talk. And it's so funny, because I could go to the store, and uh, they went for Thanksgiving, and this family was trying to get food, and they couldn't couldn't really communicate with the lady. And I was mm-hmm. there with my aunt, and I said, oh no, he wants a dinner. He wants this, thing, he wants chicken, he wants salad. He wants... And my grandma and my aunt looked at me, and I was like, yeah, I learned this when I was in North
0: Carolina, and yeah. I teach kids, so this is how I learned it. So yeah, that wow. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 um. Again, another reminder when I moved from New York as a child as a teen, right. with our family to California. And there was a, there was no Puerto Ricans there. Right. You know, they had Hispanics, but you know, from Mexico and different things. Right. Um, but just our we felt a little out of place as well because we came from different backgrounds. So people come in different regions. Mm -hmm. It's wonderful that you're able to help um, and bring that into the classroom. And I'm sure it gives the parents, you know, a feeling of security and assuredness that they're leaving their child in good hands with you. And I'm sure they were very happy to see this book. Yeah,
1: um, I had one parent Little boy never was in daycare, mom got a job, dad speaks, they both speak a little English. Mm-hmm. Mom speaks like real, real small English. And he freaked out. And then I came in here and I talked to him and and now every time he sees me, Oh, he's waving at me. He's like, well, he'll come to the playground and he'll talk to me and we'll talk in Spanish. And then he'll ask for one of my friends that are in my class of Spanish. I'm like, oh, he's not here today. You know, he doesn't feel good. Where have you been? And, you know, we'll talk in his language. And then he'll go play and he's just so
0: happy. That's why you want the parents to be because then you you have a, a, a better home. Because you're really bringing the home dynamics into your classroom every day. The child's coming with it, the parents are leaving it with the kid, or they're dealing with it. And you have their children for, you know, the majority of the day. Um, But the whole dynamic, so if they can feel that they're uh, valued, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, you're reaching out, and and you're making strides to make them comfortable in a a very personal way by... um, dealing linguistically with their child and with them as a family unit. Uh, you know, that that warms my heart, <laughs> it really does. I know you have other children in the yeah. class from different areas yeah. besides uh, uh, the Latino community. Mm-hmm. Where, where are other children um, from? So I have kids from Africa, um,
1: China, Chile, Japan, Korea, wow. um, Saudi, Egypt, in Turkey, so you know, in Arabic. And so I try to have books that represent each child. And then um, my brother, he speaks Arabic because I had one kid that didn't oh, really? speak any English. Okay. And um, he got that training because he was in the military, so he had to go over there. And I would call him like, hey, this is what he's saying. And then he would translate for me and he would give me the words to say to him okay and then that was kind of cool and then he got more comfortable with me then he started speaking more and he said okay well i can speak english even though he had older sisters and they spoke mm-hmm. english he just chose to speak his language but once he found out that i knew somebody who could speak his language yeah. and tell me then it was like okay I
0: love this chase. <laughs> yes, I love this little chase because you know you're the you're the you're the parental figure actually. Yeah. The authority yeah. figure, but you're also the parental figure. At least I know that that's how I relate it to my teachers. Mm-hmm. As you see I can still recall them the, the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> there. Um, wow, I feel like I just sort of got transported back and feel like the little girl again that, you know, really, really relied on teachers. So yeah. I'm I'm so proud of you taking your education. <laughs> Um, all that you do, we've talked about it so yeah. many times, but um, then putting it in such a passionate, and compassionate way mm-hmm. for students—that's really what teaching is. It's, yeah. it's being connected to your tribe and your room mm-hmm. and your 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 bunch, you know, your clan, however yeah. we want to call it. Um, but those—they belong to you. Yeah, that thing, and you give, you know, your heart to them. Mm-hmm. So. Um, that's really beautiful. Um, for the story itself, it's, it's a simple, but just, you know, it pushes a little bit. Like they go out to play, one comes back, and then each time, you know, start out five go, only yeah. four come back. Yeah. Four go out, only three come back. You know, two go out, one come back. Uh, and then at the end, when Mother Heart realizes, you know, where are these kids? And then she's, are they my, where are my little hearts? And she's oh, yeah. calling out for them they were just playing in the bushes right there. They had beautiful rose bushes to play with. And, um, you know, it's a delightful story. They didn't run off somewhere. They, they didn't, you know, nothing was harm, no harm. Um, and at the end, everybody is still connected with one another and they're joyful that they're there. And I think that really sends a strong signal to, you know, also be reassured that, like you said, for your kids, if they go or the mother heart goes, they know that they're they're still together. They're still a family there because sometimes they will go off and play and get lost. I did it. And yeah. Here I go again <laughs> with another story. But my mother used to go shopping in a clothing store, and I would play in between the racks of the clothes. Yeah. And then I couldn't find her, and I was screaming my head off. And she was just on the next aisle. She must have just turned the corner, and me instead of following her, darted into something. So. Um, These are these are ways for children to feel comforted Mm -hmm. in the fact that they know this, and it's just such a delightful book. And it was our first children's book. Uh, The illustrations were beautiful. We worked really hard with the illustrator. Yes, you did. Yes, on there. Yeah. For the illustrator. Yes. on the illustrator. But you know, we it just was really a joy. And this was being Mission Publishers' first children's book really just was um happy that we got the the outcome that you as the author desired to have so yes you know most of the authors i can't think of one who didn't come to me organically like god ordained here you and i are at a church event a a a play thing for the kids with the slides and all that (laughs) bubble houses and things and um we just started talking and then and then we met and, and talked about books and you said yeah. Okay, this, and is like, and like, yeah, this is God. This is God because I
1: was looking for a publisher, and um, but the first, so the first first book didn't do well. So I was looking for somebody that was gonna guide me, help me, and help me through the process. Um, and this is what Mission Publisher did. They guided me. We sat down. I gave you my story. Um, I told you what I wanted how I wanted to look and then you you took the time step by step page by page <laughs> word for word comma. you know <laughs> you know comma for comma to show me what it should look like yeah uh, even digitally even you know send it to me through emails and me meeting with you and you know and us praying and and getting to know people and then finding the right illustrator and you know budget wise and things like that so mission publishers has been a blessing to me because I didn't think I could do another book Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and I didn't think I could afford to do another book and what missions publisher did was say, "Hey, you can do this book if you have the right guidance and the right people, and in the right everything." So I know that this was ordained by God because I had no clue. Cause it was yeah. like everybody was like, "Oh, four thousand dollars, seven thousand dollars." I don't have that kind of money. No. I'm a teacher and a single mom, and you know, mm-hmm. so it's just like I don't have that kind of money. So you know, in the journey of trying to get a book published I was very discouraged and so when you were talking and it was funny because we were really talking about my grandmother who had dementia and you was sharing oh, your story yes. with my your mom, mom. Yeah. and then it was like oh you know and I have a and I published books and I was like what <laughs> and I was like okay this is ordained by God and then we started talking and we exchanged numbers and now we have the five little hearts hard copy on Amazon, Kindle, mm-hmm. um, classroom, I would have never thought it would have. And I know it's going to be bigger than this. Yeah. <laughs> but, just being in awe of all the hard work that Mission Publishers did in the editing and the illustrator and stinging on people and, you know, showing me things. And I'm just like, well, I don't see what you're talking about, but, <laughs> you know, and yeah. just having that third eye to really see and understand because you know you have a lot of people who self-publish their books and things are misspelled or not uh, flowing right or yeah. anything so just you know missions publisher is really there for your story and even you know if it's a kid's book or a testimony or extraordinary story that you just want to share with people for them to overcome and say look I went through this and I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Or I went through this and I'm still struggling, but God is still good. Yeah. And so you just you just walk with them. And when you walk, when you have somebody walking and guiding, it makes it a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. It's not as hard. Because if you're doing it by yourself, I can't do this. What is going on? I don't have this kind of money. Yeah. Mission Publishers has been awesome to me. Praise God walking in with me and, and now we're going to work on our next book soon yeah. and so <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just elated to see what my children's stories are going to look like. Because oh. now that I know the process and that Mission Publisher really has my back mm-hmm. and, and is really there for the author and not for the accolades really there for the person writing the story. Yeah. That's a that's a huge and major deal when you're writing or trying to express something or get a point across to people because a lot of people don't want to take the time to know the story to get it across the way you wanted it to be across, but giving you the right tools to get it where you need it to be. Oh,
0: thank you so much. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. It, but it was a faith walk for me too. It's is my first children's book. Yeah. And uh, my first children's book, and yeah, I, I drilled down hard with the <laughs> illustrator. What does that mean? And what does that mean? How are these pages going to look? And they, they were out of order coming back or something. And I, I I had to have it right. Like, I just had to have it right. And um, one of the reasons that I'm so happy that it was right and it got done in the time frame it was, be- it's because your grandmother, for her birthday, was able to receive. Yes. A copy of this, and your your dedication actually yes. is to your grandparents. Yes. So oh. my grandmother is God
1: bless her soul, ninety years old. Mm. And um, growing up, so she know you know back then you had a village. Yeah. So she was part of my village. So if I didn't have my mom, I had my grandma, you know, and grandma I had my aunt. So, but she played a major role in my life, and um, she to tell me and my brothers she had a sixth fifth grade, grade education, my grandfather had a sixth grade education. Um, but she always had a retail job. Um, so she used to tell me and my brothers, if you don't have if you don't have nothing else, you need education. And so um, and our we are the first generation of Moldros to go to college. On my mom's side, we are the first Adams to go to college, and so um, both grandparents knew you needed to have an education, you know. Um, my father and them did the military and they got their education that way. We went from high school to school, you know, we worked and went to school. Um, my brother went straight to college, <laughs> you know, my baby brother. and then. Uh, the rest of my cousins, you know, went through the military and got their education, but we, we, we set a tone for the next generation. Now this generation is a little different, but we set a tone that no matter what the obstacle is, you can overcome it and do yeah. whatever you want to do. And so, me being the first children's author <laughs> on both sides of the family. <laughs> has inspired my little niece, who is now eight, she's eight, to write
0: oh. a series
1: on candy monsters. No. So, Absolutely. yeah, so she shared her little book with me uh, over my birthday weekend. And, God. and I was like, okay, so can we make him do this? And can we make him do that? And she was like, well, I'm the I was like, yeah, because he's the And you know, And I was showing her, and she was looking at me, and she was like, yeah, we can do that, <laughs> we can do that. And so now I have opened a door For the next generation to say, "Hey, I can write a book. I can tell my story. I can can take my imagination and just go with it and create something that's never been created before."
0: See, (laughs) God, it's a God thing, though, right? Who would think just writing this would now affect your niece and then bring that, bring this, you know, to your family, the published authors in the family. And I mean, when you went for your education, you went all these degrees that you've got <laughs> and all this training that you've got, but you went and you yeah. got
1: it. I got it. When I was, uh, my uncle, he always tells me, he said, you were five years old and you said you were going to be a teacher. Oh. And I'm like, what? He's like, you are five years old. My brother brought up like, you really want to be a teacher? You mm-hmm. really like kids like that? Yeah. And I don't do it for the money. Yeah, (laughs) you know, I do it for the kids. I do it to make a mark. Like the parents are the first mark. I am a stepping stone, and so I just like being the stepping stone for the next generation Mm -hmm. because, you know, they bring their culture. I bring my culture. We bring, I bring the older generation culture, and we all come to a means to understand. Okay, well, you can't talk to me like that, but. You can say what you want to say, but it's how you say it. Yeah, and, and so it's just coming together as a melting pot. But I can still be me. There's a no judge free zone, you know, because back in the day, it was a judge free zone. You know, you got compared to other people, you got compared to your other cousins, you yeah, compare it right. to your siblings. So in my classroom, you don't get compared to anybody. Everybody's different. So day one, we do. Uh, a discussion about who we are, where we come from, and then we then I take things and we do studies, and I'll put like the lights, Chinese lanterns, and Dominican the light on the thing, uh, the Louvre, you know, wherever they're from, mm-hmm. and then it's like I can relate to that. So then they'll start talking with their friends, and then we'll see Christmas. Everybody knows what Christmas is in America, but when you see Christmas around the world, oh. then everybody gets to share. And so it's it's different so it's just like I'm different but I'm still part of uh, Miss Latrice's classroom family so when my kids come in I let them know we are our family and I tell them what you do at home is not what you do at school so you know I give them that that uh, means of this is your classroom family this is your family at home so I give them that Distinguishment that hey, what you do at home you can't do here. Mm-hmm. But Mr. Latrice will listen. But you know, if you want to play Chucky, can't play Chucky here. <laughs> Chucky is not good. Chucky is nothing. You should be looking at. Yes. I didn't look at Chucky until I was in high, almost grown, you know. So things like that, and then I don't offer them tech. The only technology they have is Alexa. Mm-hmm. So their technology is. We're going to get to know each other. We're going to oh, learn to awesome. play. We're going to learn different science experiments. We're going to cook different foods. You know, Before the pandemic, the parents could come in and share their favorite meal. And they could bring it, and the kids could eat uh, it and taste it. So I've tasted Just about everything around the world.
0: (laughs) You know, it's in my little classroom. In Raleigh. Raleigh. (laughs) I
1: I didn't have to go outside the world, but it came to me. And so my world is international.
0: Because it's international, I get to experience things that other people don't get to experience. Oh, that's just, uh, (laughs) no, I mean, because that's really the teacher's heart, right? And I think it, I know it rubs off on the kids because you gave me a story when they saw the book. And they saw, and then they started uh, speaking to each other, Tequiero, and, and mm-hmm. calling. So yeah. they were doing this story yeah. in the classroom. Yeah. Um, what was that like for them? And um, for you too. It so it was. It was, it was kind of so um, when they found out you were the. So emperor. this. So this
1: is what I did. <laughs> so I was like, oh, we got a new book. So I, don't, I haven't read it on YouTube yet so it's like I can't share a video <laughs> um, so we have this platform called Class Dojo and so I give the, teachers, the parents a question of the day and then I share a book and then I give them the video of the book so I just shared the book didn't tell them who the author was anything so the kids came in and we started reading the book and then I, I was like so then it's like Takedo me and more and so my Latino kids were just smiling and laughing and just <laughs> so happy um and then my chinese kids was like yeah so you know and it was they were everybody was so happy but when i turned the page and said so who's the author of this book and then i turned the page and they said miss latrice and so they was like we know what's all so every time I get a book off the shelf, because you have to know the, the six elements of a book to go to kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, do you know what author? Yes, yeah, Mister Latrice, so you know. And every time I pull a book, they're like, I'm like no, Miss Latrice didn't write this book, but they know.
0: That is, ow. Oh. <laughs> you know, I didn't even know there was six pillars to get to you kindergarten. Know, do you know an author? That is, that is so, so good, I mean. What are the chances <laughs> just showing up at a church picnic yeah. or outing or you know, yeah. we're both volunteering yeah. to do something and uh just seeing the Lord come through, it just it just astounds me each time how he just says, Here's the you're he, gonna connect, we're gonna connect over this because he's these little hearts are like your little hearts in the yeah. classroom, right? Yeah. And he knows what's on your heart to share this story with them and he is just as involved and just as glorified in this as any other book out there, any other author that's writing. Mm-hmm. The kids in Raleigh are, and you, he loves you and he loves them, and he loves it all. And he's like, this is a tool. She's got the heart, she's got the message. You've got the way to get it out there. And this is our audience. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just. He, he just works in that one little classroom. Now I know your administrator uh, bought some books. Make sure each classroom. Yeah, so each classroom has the book.
1: Uh, so the three-year-olds. Really love it. So when I come in, they're like, Miss Trees, we you read your book today. <laughs> or I could just show, you wrote that book. So the threes, the younger threes, and the older threes, they really love it. And they'd be like, together, Me. <laughs> so when I come in the door, they'd be like, me or more, I'd be like, together. So we uh, exchange languages that way. Um, and then the four year old classrooms, they liked it. And then when they found out that I wrote it, it was like, oh, Ms. Streets wrote a book. Oh, Ms. Streets, you know. Can you read the book to me? And then when I read, I'm not monotone. So I'm like, yeah. you know, like uh, Mother Heart said, Mia more, a more. And yes. only four little hearts came back. And at the end, if she says, um, you know, sad Mother Heart, and mm-hmm. then we said, Te quiero, te quiero, te quiero. And so when I put emphasis on it, they know, like, oh, she loves me, she loves me, she's coming back. Yes. So I've had teachers say, Do you professionally. <laughs> Do story time
0: oh when they come in my
1: classroom I'm like no I'm just like I when I grew up I didn't like to read books so mm-hmm. I didn't it didn't please me but now that I have to read them to the kids I I change the voices I to make them yeah the noises and everything and so they love story time they'll sit on the carpet for 20 30 minutes just for a book
0: oh Please <laughs> God, please God, because we want them to be educated. We mm-hmm. want them to know how to read. We want that. You have to read. Yeah. In life. Yeah. Get it as a youngster. I got it as a yeah. youngster, and get it, get it as a little kid. Yeah. And uh, go with that whole flow of that. But your school supported you. Your community back home supported you. You have other things you're going for. Uh, we're working on things, we, you know, mission yeah. publishers to to move things out in a broader way. And um, I'm, I'm just very, 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 it warms my heart all the time when I think about what this Five Little Hearts, a little Five Little Hearts book <laughs> has done. Because I'm so proud yeah. of the project. I'm proud yeah. of you. Thank you. Know. I'm know. proud of your, your kids and their parents entrusting right. trusting you with it. So, um, Five Little Hearts, it's available on Amazon okay. by yeah. Latrice Muldrow, that's M-U-L-D-R-O-W. It's the last name, L-A-T-R-I-C-E, Latrice Muldrow, Five Little Hearts. You can find it on Amazon. You can also go to missionpublishers.com and order a copy there. And it's, it's just a delight to have. Every parent with small children should have it in their library and know that those who are aspiring to write stories or even write children's books, grab a copy, be encouraged, know that it's possible to do it. And Latrice, thank you so much for your your comments, your kind and warm comments (laughs) to Mission Publishers. It's always a joy working with you. And it was my pleasure to make this um, dream of yours come alive.
1: Thank you.
0: We'll have you again to talk more about Five Little Hearts and your other next books that are coming out. And and, hey, let's see where it goes with Mission Publishers. We want to thank everyone who was here uh, listening to uh, Mission Publishers Presents. Remember that Mission Publishers is where our mission is your story. And you can go to missionpublishers.com and you can set a free consultation if you would love to talk about your story. We hope that you've been encouraged today. Thank you and God bless you. Bye-bye.